Formula One is trying to become more competitive across the board. And a big way that F1 is trying to do that is by creating a budget cap for the teams in terms of their development and manufacturing of the car. Here at GP Fans, let's give you a little breakdown about what is and isn't included in that budget ceiling and what the plans are for the budget ceiling in the future of Formula One. Now, before we go any further, let's not talk about financials just for a moment. Let's just hit the subscribe button down below and stay up to date with all of the content that we produce here at GP Fans. Get on to gpfans.com as well for all the latest breaking news in Formula One. But now, let's talk finances and 2022's budget ceiling and beyond. Formula One will work with a budget ceiling for the second year this season. The purpose of this is to minimise the advantage of the larger teams with deeper pockets over the less well-stocked stables. But the new regulations for 2022 have also brought about a fair bit of haggling into the mix. Formula One has been subject to discussions for years about the high costs surrounding it. A number of the current teams, but also any new outside manufacturers, believe that too much money is being spent within and on Formula One. Thus, the teams were free until the end of 2020 to spend money as they saw fit. This allowed the large constructors to basically buy success on the track, resulting in skewed relationships across the grid. Fair playing field. We take the 2020 season as an example. Ferrari reportedly had a budget of 450 million euros that year. Mercedes would be allowed to spend around about 440 million euros and Red Bull Racing had a budget of around about 400 million euros in their account. This compares with the estimated 140 million euros from Alfa Romeo and 120 million euros used by Haas and 110 million euros that Williams used. Not exactly a fair playing field for that season. The budget ceiling. Last year, a budget cap of 145 million US dollars was introduced into the sport. This year, that will be reduced to 140 million US dollars, and from 2023, the teams will only be allowed to spend up to 135 million US dollars. If you look at 2020, the budget remains higher than what some of the smaller constructors could still spend, but the difference with the top teams is becoming considerably smaller. This three-step plan was devised to give the large teams time to adapt to this budget ceiling. Increase per additional race. However, as we've mentioned previously here at GP Fans, it is quite possible that the ceiling this year will be slightly higher than the 140 million US dollars initially set. That's because the racing calendar continues to be expanded over the last few years, and Formula One has made the concession that if more than 21 Grand Prix are held, the ceiling will go up by 1.2 million US dollars per race. This year, of course, there are 23 races on the calendar. If they're all run, the budget cap will therefore be 142.4 million US dollars. Sprint race weekends. Then we throw the sprint race weekends into the mix. There has also been a lot of discussion about this behind the scenes. Formula One initially wanted to organize six sprint race weekends for this coming season. Not all the teams agreed with this, as it increases the likelihood of additional costs. After all, six extra sprint races means more wear and tear on the parts, but also a greater chance of collisions on track. Discussions 
However, the teams could not agree on what amount the ceiling should be raised to compensate for these additional sprint races. A number of the top teams in particular would like a very significant increase, which was very bad for McLaren CEO Zach Brown. In a January column earlier this year, he wrote, These teams continue to demand an outrageous increase in the budget cap, despite the clear evidence that little damage was done at these sprint races last year. It is a thinly veiled attempt to keep them from losing their advantage. From 6 to 3. What exactly was the deciding factor is not really known, but Formula 1 has in any case chosen to cancel the plan for six sprint race weekends. Instead, we're getting just the same three as we did last year, albeit at different tracks. These will be held at Italy in Imola, at Austria and at Brazil. There will be no increase in the budget ceiling. This remains 140 million US dollars or 142.4 million US dollars if all the races are of course held. So what is covered by the budget ceiling? In principle, everything that benefits the development of the car falls under the budget ceiling. In fact, the 2022 season as a whole should cost no more than 145 million US dollars. This includes salaries of the engineers to the development of new parts, but also the organization and driving of test days, for example. Everything that costs money and contributes to the performance is deducted from the budget. Cost items such as entry fees, marketing, hotel accommodation, hospitality and plane tickets, and there are many, many more as well as that, are not actually included, however, in this budget. Budget ceiling exceptions. However, there are also some less obvious exceptions to the budget ceiling. For example, the new engines. The development of this has now been fixed until 2025, but even last year, this was not covered by the budget ceiling. In addition, the salaries of the drivers and the three highest paid employees do not have to come from this budget pot. So big teams still have an advantage in that area, but the most fundamental differences are largely straightened out by the ceiling. So is a budget ceiling good for Formula One? Will it bring closer racing along with the new aerodynamic regulations? Let us know your thoughts as always in the comments section below. What else do you want to see us doing specials on as we head into the 2020 season? Let us know down there too. And of course, hit the subscribe button to stay up to date with all of our coverage of the winter testing and this off season before we get into the races come March here at GP Fans.